From the final phase electric studios, from the first step to the final phase, industrial and commercial electrical done right. Casey Hendrickson. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. A lot going on today. Several breaking news stories this afternoon. We're going to get to those in just a little bit. But as most of you know, I promised that I would make my show available in in spite of I never do this uh, in this type of a situation. But this is so unique and it's such a short period of time. I told you all that I would make my show available to the candidates who are running for the 2nd Congressional District. That caucus is in two days. So we had Curtis Hill on yesterday. We will have three more of those candidates on today. And leading us off today is Rudy Yakum. Rudy, how you doing, man? You know, Casey, like many other people, we're coming off the worst two weeks of our lives and still mourning the loss of Jackie and Zach that most of us knew. And, you know, of course, two others, Emma and Edith, that were also killed in that tragic car accident. So still grieving, still mourning uh, the loss of our friends. But at the same time, we have a race coming up this weekend and trying to do everything we can to just honor the, the legacy of Jackie Walorski as we look to take the torch forward here. You know, one of the things that as we look forward now, I think the field has ballooned what, 14? I think we're, we're at 14 now. It was 12 yesterday. I think it's 14 today. Um, yeah, that's what we're tracking. It, it's there's a lot of people that are doing this, and and I, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of people who they, this is an opportunity for them. Um, for others, it's going to be an opportunity to meet people, to rub elbows, to learn the process, and you know, maybe develop uh, in the future. And you're one of those people, though, that a lot of folks in who I would call insiders, I guess they've they've known for a long time, but you're not exactly a household name. So for the audience out there, Rudy. Who are you? Because, I mean, you were affiliated with Jackie's campaign, and most of the the political insiders in the state of Indiana are, are well aware of who you are, but maybe the average person out there listening right now doesn't know you. Sure. Well, thanks, Casey. I mean, back first of all, I'm a fourth-generation Hoosier, uh, born and raised uh, right here in South Bend, Indiana. My great-grandfather came over from Eastern Europe to flee tyranny. You know, the Russian army was building bases in his town, and he fled socialism and, and uh, communism and those are things that we've been fighting uh, here, uh, right here in our own country. Uh, but at the same time, look, I'm a, a guy with a business background that understands what it takes to, to build a business and, and grow a business and, and, and run and operate a, a company. And so my affiliation with Jackie that you asked about, you know, back in 2011, when Jackie was looking to run for uh, Congress again, one of the things that uh, she asked me to do was to, to quit my job at the time and come and volunteer for her campaign for four months with no pay and helped her be her finance director and help get her uh, to Congress. And so Jackie and I have been friends ever since. She's someone who was a mentor to me, someone who I just uh, I really treasured, a friendship that I treasured. And I uh, was glad to see her represent our district in Congress. She was a fighter for Hoosier conservative values. She was a fighter for veterans. And those are the types of things that I want to do when, uh, when I get to Congress. How big was it when Dean gave you his endorsement? Yeah, you know, when we were, we had a number of people that were asking us to take a look at uh, running uh, for this uh, this seat here. To, yeah, I wouldn't even say replace Jackie. I don't think Jackie is someone uh, that could ever be replaced. Uh, it's not big shoes to fill. It's impossible shoes to fill. And Casey, when uh, when before we made our decision uh, to announce, 
Uh, we were really uh, waiting for uh, for Dean's decision out of respect for Dean and out of respect for the Walorski family, who, uh, again, is a family that we treasure. So for us, uh, we didn't make any announcements until, uh, nor did we file, until Dean made a decision on what he was going to do. And when Dean uh, gave us uh, the, the go-ahead to say that he thought that uh, that I would be the best person to represent the district in Washington that would take Jackie Walorski's legacy and carry it forward, um, it, it really meant a lot for to us personally uh, to have someone like uh, Dean, Jackie's uh, husband. And now this morning, I'm sure you've seen uh, Jackie's beloved mother, uh, Martha, has come out and endorsed us and uh, in support of uh, you know the, the Rudy for uh, for Indiana campaign. So to have both of them 100% on Team Rudy, it's it's uh, really quite a humbling experience, Casey. And again, we're talking with Rudy Yakum, who is running for the congressional district in the second district, I should say. Um, that caucus is being held on the 20th in a couple of days. Rudy, let's just say you you win this thing, uh, you get through the the next election, right? Because right around this quick turnaround, right, you get through the caucus, and then you immediately have to go to battle with the the the, op, the opposing party. Um, you get through that. Let's say you've got Representative Rudy Yakum now. You go to Washington D.C. What are what are some priorities for you as a new representative in D.C.? Well, first and foremost, we want to make sure that the legacy of Jackie Walorski is perpetuated forward, period, end of story. There's so many things that she started that need to be finished. And I think about pushing back against the Biden-Pelosi socialist agenda. One of the things that every family in our country and community is experiencing right now is the ravages of inflation. Inflation is sky high right now. People are feeling it at the grocery store. They're feeling it at the gas pumps. We're seeing it in material costs and commodity costs. If you're a small business owner, your labor pool, your labor prices are going up. And if you're someone that's retired on a fixed income, the cost for you to maintain your living is going up at a faster rate than you have the ability to grow your income. So you're getting squeezed. We know exactly what's causing the hyperinflation that we're experiencing, and it's bad policy out of Washington, D.C. It's a bloated federal government that continues to expand the size of federal government to eat bigger and bigger pieces of our economy. And we have to send a fighter to D.C. that understands business and has business experience and knows what it takes to put plans together to move the country forward and solve the inflation crisis and push back against the Pelosi-Biden agenda. Casey, the other thing that I want to focus on is taking my Hoosier common sense and conservative Christian evangelical values to Washington, D.C. You know, I kind of look at Washington, D.C. It's a little bit like Las Vegas. I mean, you just want to run out of town as quick as you can, take a shower and get out of there. So for me, pro-life conservative Christian values is is just that. It's things like being unapologetically pro-life. It is being uh, unapologetically pro-Israel and standing with the uh, the nation of Israel and supporting them. You know, just yesterday, Casey, uh, APAC, who's an organization that helps maintain the relationship between the United States and Israel politically, did something that they've never done before, and they made an endorsement in a primary, and they endorsed me because they believe that uh, that I'm the one to help um, continue carrying that relationship forward. And then the third component of my conservative Christian evangelical values is, look, I'm unashamedly anti-woke. There are so many things that are happening in our uh, corporate culture today, so many things that are being taught in our schools that are just plain flat wrong. And I'm not ashamed to say 
that uh, these things are wrong. And at the same time, Casey, if look, if I would say something in uh, in the workplace that would get me in trouble with HR, and we're teaching those things in the schools, we're teaching the wrong things in schools. So those are some of the things that uh, that I want to focus on uh, when I get to Washington D.C. You know, one of the things that I, I find interesting, and by the way, a couple of Americans were just killed uh, in Israel uh, within the last couple of weeks, a, a part of a terror attack mm-hmm. that, that didn't get a lot of play or attention here in the United States. But you're the director of growth initiatives over at ChemCrest. And but I, I find this to be very interesting because ChemCrest, correct me if I'm wrong here, Rudy, don't they focus on things like supply chains and logistics and stuff like that? And I keep hearing about the supply chain crisis. Uh, Pete Buttigieg, who you're very familiar with, doesn't seem to have an answer for any of that. I mean, how does this position as the director of growth initiatives over at ChemCrest really help you with regard to that, and which also is tied into inflation, the economy, and, and everything else? Well, we've seen you know the, the inflation. We've experienced it all at ChemCrest, but specific to supply chain, you know, at ChemCrest, we manage... Uh, the supply chain for the automotive world, uh, for every car dealership, almost every car dealership in North America. And one of the things that we see uh, in our company is the supply chain disruption. And a lot of this is impacted uh, by things and policies that our federal government, uh, bad policies from our federal government. For example, you know, for the last couple of years, the ports in our country have been jammed up and clogged. We spent you know, the better part of last year with a number of ships offshore uh, off of the uh, port of Los Angeles that couldn't get in because we couldn't figure out federally the logistics for how to get product from a ship offshore to shelves. Like, this is the United States of America. We put people on the moon. Like, we got to be able to figure these things out, and they ought to be relatively simple uh, compared with some of the complexities that we've dealt with. So we see it in our business and the lack of uh, federal leadership uh, impacts every single American, uh, no matter who you are or where you live. Now, what are some of the other things that maybe you want to, you know, let any of the precinct captains know who might be listening to the show right now, or you know, going forward, if if you get if you get the nod here in a couple of days, and going forward for anybody who might again be a potential voter in the general election, what are some last minute pitches that you have for them going forward here? You can let you do those now, and then we'll let you plug your website. Sure. So, so look, I am. Uh, 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 one of my core, core beliefs is as it relates to our Constitution and the way that our uh, Constitution is framed, um, the states created the federal government. The federal government did not create states. And we need to get back to a place where the federal government only does what they have to do constitutionally and everything else comes back to the states. I'm also not afraid to say, um, you know, we've, we've had so much conversation, uh, you know, in this campaign about uh, you know mandates and, and what government should be mandating, whether it's through through COVID or or, or, or all that other stuff and uh, and vaccines and, and you know transparently, uh, Casey, uh, I don't believe the government has a role in in mandates. Uh, the government's role is to inform and educate and let people have the freedom to make up their own mind. And this is certainly an area where uh, I would uh, absolutely separate myself from uh, from the governor and and uh, you know some of the things that have uh, happened. Uh, here in even Indiana over the last uh, couple of years. So I would say that uh, absolutely uh, unashamedly. One of the other things that Jackie did, uh, uh, Casey, in the last uh, 10 years is she was a big believer in taking care of our veterans. Yep. You know, our veterans went to war for us. I've got a military family, you know, not only a father, but also uh, two uncles that served in the military and a cousin. Our veterans went to war for us. And part of my 
belief as uh, as your next uh, congressman is I'll be a guy who will go to war for our veterans. They deserve it. That's what Jackie did, and that's what I'll do when I'm in Congress. All right. Plug the website, Rudy. RudyForIndiana.com. You can learn more about me by going to RudyForIndiana.com. I would love to see you there. And I know we've got a number of uh, precinct captains who are uh, listening to Casey. He's a great guy, and look forward to seeing everybody on Saturday. All right, Rudy Yock, appreciate it, man. Best of luck. Thank you, Casey. All right, you take care. Take care. All right, so there's, um, again, it, this is this is one of those things where it's like it's a, u- a unique circumstance, and so we're going to kind of hit you over the head today and probably tomorrow with with candidates. We've got some we're trying to get on for tomorrow. We've got two more for today. Um, and, again, this is, I, I understand it's not the norm. You know, a lot of people are going to be like, wow, you don't usually have that many people on, and, and there's a reason that I usually don't have that many people on, but this is a special circumstance, and, they had a five-day campaign, so I'm doing my best to allow everybody to get the word out on on everybody. But again, uh, Rudy Yockham's website is rudyforindiana.com. If you want to go learn more about him, we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel.